still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah, Brady knows the future, the past, everything else. It's been a, it's been a wild weekend. Uh, well, I don't know, Matt. Maybe we should find out more about what's going on. I mean, I look, if you gave me nine months off to just sit and contemplate my life, I'd come out raring to go, especially if you freed me from a Russian prison. There'd be no mental break. What is going on with Brittany Griner's mental break? You had nine she's, months to think about she's it. She's feeling it. Living the farce, the fraud? Yep. I think I think I that's probably what, that's my first thought. Brittany, if you haven't heard yet, Brittany Griner, the hero is uh, taking a mental break. Now, it doesn't hurt that the mental break comes when the team has like three wins for the whole year. They're terrible. So it's like, I can walk away from this. So she's leaving. And they let one go the other day, too, on Sunday. Uh, they, they let them all go. I saw the they're, they're, they're like 1-14 and 14 on the road. <laughs> they're terrible. So, yeah, she's taking a mental health break, which I think should have happened before the season even started. I think rushing her back into the public eye was a PR move more than it was something for her. So she's got to take some mental health days. And I can't help but think, look, mental health things, I'm all about it. Go go take care of yourself. But bottom line is, uh, the real truth isn't that it's been so overwhelming, this positive response back. It's the fact that you're living a fraud's life. You're... The lie that's been created about you is probably too much for her to bear. Uh, wrongfully detained, uh, incorrect. That is flat out incorrect. Uh, you know, probably one of the stupidest things you you can do in your life and never having to deal with it properly, you came back to a hero's welcome, is probably weighing on her. All the crap that happened is probably weighing on her. And it's got to be tough to have everybody going you're a hero you're the best i love you it's got, living of living the farce that she's been living i think caught up with her. my assessment doesn't matter what you think you can be mad at me for it or not but that's what i'm seeing when i saw that she needed time away from the wnba how stressful is that when you're six nine that's the easiest game in the world for you that should be your respite that should be your escape the fact that you can't do it is telling me they rushed her back in started to make her what they would have done with pat tillman and they tried to do with Pat Tillman, which is create a lie around the story. And the family broke it down like, don't do this. We're not living in this Because there's a, fake a big percentage of people that don't believe that. Right, but they don't talk to her. She's in an echo chamber. She knows what's real. 
Yeah. And constantly hearing about what uh, the, the pressure to be the hero when deep down she knows I'm a complete <laughs> up and got nailed and I come back to this, it's got a way on you. So I feel bad for her, actually. That that part has become bigger than if she even had a passion for the game. She, it's almost stolen valor. Yeah. It's almost borderline faking being a soldier. Like what she did. And when they when they tried to sell us the story of Pat Tillman in a firefight with the enemy and everything was like, oh, he went down in a blaze of glory and a hilt killing all sorts of Al-Qaeda. And turned out, friendly fire, huge accident, big botched investigation, screwed up the story coming back, lied about the story to tell us about this hero. And he was a hero, no question, for what he did. But his demise was not what they sold. And that was Rumsfeld and was everybody not the else. Enemy. Not even close to what they sold. It was actually a really f- up military mistake. Where they had, they didn't know who was friendly and who wasn't. And right. that, it shed a light on the fact that our soldiers were standing out there with their dicks in the wind, not knowing who to shoot at, not knowing where the other guys were. And it made us, it made an unpopular situation even worse if they'd have told us the truth right away. They had a war to sell. And he became the face of it. And his family's the one that said, none of what you guys are saying is real. Now, and do you they, think they did it? But that's pretty much the same thing I think as Brittany. That's a stolen yeah. valor situation when you go out and you say this heroic event happened to me, and it, there's nothing heroic about what happened, and she knows it. Do you think it would change, or would have changed if they were uh, dominating, winning? Oh, she'd stay. If they were winning, it would. I mean, it's got to be even worse that she came back yeah. and she's and the team's no good, and they're not. You know, like they're trying to celebrate her, and she's she's okay. Like, they're just not, no, well, they had injuries, whatever. They're just not a good team. Coach got fired. It just became the mundane, cruddy basketball team that's not going anywhere. They got the goat. And and they got the goat back, and she's the face of this thing, and, like, all these heroic moments, and they can't win, and it's embarrassing. You know, and once she starts to kind of look in the mirror and realize, I got to deal with this. I got to deal with what really happened, not this shine they're putting all over it. What really happened. So the fix is uh, the coach has got to go, right? They already got rid of her. They got rid of their coach. Oh, so they got, oh, they got rid of the I coach midway that. through. Yeah, no, nobody knows. Nobody does. Last <laughs> night on the news, poor Nick King on Channel 3 is like, yeah, the Mercury dropped one. And then uh, adorable Emma Lockhart turns and goes, who do they have next? And he looked at her and he goes, I don't know. <laughs> and it would be a killer if you did that. If the Cardinals dropped the game to the Chargers this week, so it's tough. And, uh, and then she goes, well, who do they play next week? I have no idea. He'd be crucified as a sports guy. But when he said he didn't know who the Mercury's next game was, he became a real boy for a minute. <laughs> I was like, ah, you're forced to talk about that because I get it. But he's like, I don't know. The Sky? The Toxic Shock? I don't know. What are the team names? I don't even know what they call these things. But he looked at her like, you... Why'd you ask me that? Why'd you ask me questions about the future Mercury schedule? No one knows it. I respect him more now. I did too, and I immediately said he's a real sports guy. (laughs) I get it. You got to take a check. But Nick King stood there with his 5 o'clock shadow staring directly in Emma Lockhart's eyes like, after the show, we're going to talk. No future questions about Mercury games. I give the highlights that I'm told to give in the game that happened today. I act excited about it. I do a good job. I don't follow it. I'm not keeping up with what's next. I don't care. No one else does either. Yeah, the Brittany Griner thing is interesting because, you know, I'm all for I believe she needs a mental break. There's no question. But let's talk about why. And it seemed like there was. She didn't uh, jump right into it right away when she got out because we thought she'd come out and do all these things like throw right. out that first pitch or whatever the sport they'd roll her for out. For sure. The first night with but the But it wasn't Suns. long enough. No, I thought that they were going to drag her out with the Suns. But again, 
could be. Let's get everything straight. Let's keep every every duck in a row. I don't think they ever cared about that. I think they said it, but they're like, "How are you?" And if she seemed okay, it's like, "All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to drag you to this, this, and this." And when they're looking at it, as she keeps talking too much about what really happened, we're we're selling a hero here. We can't have her go out and say, "I screwed up." She has not like done an interview where she's like, "I'm, I'm, I'm the dumbest person in the world," and I feel a lot of guilt that the. Merchant of Death and I were swapped. I mean, there's something in my brain. I know that if I went to jail for a DUI and they let out a murderer so I didn't have to go to jail too. Like there was a a vicarious redemption situation where they took someone else's sins away from mine and we made a swaparoo. I would would live in just misery knowing, oh, there's a family out there whose, whose kids were slaughtered. And so I could save my own ass. Eventually it'll catch up. Yeah, I could think. save my own ass. This other guy got released. Uh, I can't I can't live with that. I don't feel good about that. Some people have uh, managed it, but who knows, as far as it looks like, like yeah, Ted look, Kennedy or, you know, something like that in the situation. That's just a guy scamming the system. Nobody yeah. was vicarious. Like, I, you know, yeah, vic- vicarious redemption is a bad thing to me, and it's a big biblical thing. But it's a bad thing to me to say, hey, someone else will take on your sins. You can go. I was like, well, I've done something terrible. Yeah, but this guy's going to take on you. Tell that to the family that got murdered. So the guy that murdered him is going because of me? I'm not doing that. But what was amazing is that vicarious redemption was huge because it's like it's for everyone. You get one. You get one. I I still find it horrendous. I find it horrendous to put the sins of someone else on a different person and let that person walk free. I think that's terrible. If as I long beat, as you, if I beat the be as long Jesus, as you promise to try harder. If I beat the be Jesus out of Brett, his family, his dogs, and walk out of there, and Brady's like, "I'll go to jail for him." You think he's happy? I'm free? Nope, not at all. Oh, somebody who did go to jail for that crime—not the right person—but he he decided he'd take on all that weight. That there's a lot that I would walk around with knowing that there's some dude doing something like for the, me. The, Can't do it. Couple of shows where their kid. Commits the crime and the father steps in and tries to take them. Right. And that I understand. Yeah. But as the kid, how do you live with that? And when the family of the, like, finds out, oh, wait a minute, the murderer's walking around free and someone sucked up all of his guilt? Yeah. That ain't right. So I'm, I'm looking at the Brittany Griner situation a little different because I, I and I'm, and I'm actually, I'm happy for her that she gets to step away from this because there's no way a normal human brain can handle all that fake None of what people say about her actually occurred. It's a sell job. It is a huge sell job. And I would respect it more if she came out and said, I deserve punishment. And it was the scariest thing I've ever had. And there's a chance I was never going to get out of there. And that's because of what I did to myself. I'm no hero. I'm the dumbest person on the planet. I am no hero. And what was given up for me will make me love this place forever and ever, and I'm going to do everything I can to be a, you know, the best citizen. And It's too much pressure to put on a human being who's screwed up, and then you say, by the way, a hero's welcome on the way back. It's like, I'm no hero. Don't do that to me. It's too much pressure. And eventually, Let alone it'll, it'll break somebody that you're down. Let alone doing that, um, you know, the fandom part of it. It's got to be hard year after year on saying, we're putting this product out there. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, not like catching on fire. The by people any means. who the people who are supposed to be taking care of her are selling her, and the ones that are saying they care the most about her are the ones who put her in this position. The people who actually, you know, it's the Lizzo thing. It's what Ari Spears said about Lizzo. If you really love her, you'd tell her to lose weight. You wouldn't be all over this whole body positivity. Think, hey, look, you know, for your own sake. 
You're not, you're not, you're not going to see 45. You're going to have diabetes. Your feet are coming off because of the way you're treating yourself. And we can all act like it's okay, but a real friend will tell you this isn't something to celebrate. You can be big and beautiful and all that stuff, but it's not something you need to celebrate. This is not good for you. Harry Spears is a fat guy who said that, and he's gone through it. He's had issues. And he wasn't wrong, but people got mad at him because they don't want that to be true. They don't, like, but it's a lot of pressure to put on. And I do look at the same way, like you said, Aries in the same, a similar boat, right? Of lifestyle, but no one's telling you know, keep hey, doing one. Look how many people tell comedians. Aries all the time: you need to stop doing what you're doing. Yeah, a lot. And uh, you know, and he's gone through waves of not doing what he's doing and doing what he's doing. And Aries has he's got his demons, and everybody does. But and I'm sure Lizzo has her. She, she's knows. got an internal debate, but man, smiling on stage and everybody tell you every, how great it is. It's, it's, and if you really cared about someone like that, you'd sit back and go, Brittany, you need to deal with what really happened and not let these people who are saying they're your friends and your colleagues and everything else keep making up a story that sells you because you will feel bad about that. It's going to break you down. And then they're, where are they going to be after that? Oh, Brittany's got, and they're going to keep the story about she went through so much being wrongfully. No. She needs to come out like a video game character and just scream, break the screen, and say, this is what's going to happen from now on. She's uh, watching this whole thing, and I don't care about the WNBA, but you watch Human Compassion. Watching this whole thing, you're watching a pawn get used. And eventually that person's going to break. Could be, and it could be, you know, a strain on everything, or a relationship, or... Everything. And I'm like, I got to take a break from this. Yeah, I can't live like this. I can't get pushed left and right. You know, waving to everybody. It's like, oh, that's amazing. And she knows what happened. It's born on the 4th of July when they were wheeling Tom Cruise around. It was like, you're a hero, you're a hero. And then he'd flash back to horrible stuff that happened. And like, they, like that's why Vietnam veterans scream out, you don't know you weren't there. It's because you try to just put it on like, ah, they stood up and clapped for the troops. Those guys have been through some stuff. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holmberg's morning sickness. Now, I say you put her in a cell with that girl from Seattle yesterday, and it'll straighten her right up and realize how amazing it was. Like, I'd rather be in a Russian prison than stand next to her in a street light again. Yeah, the Brittany Griner story is, you know, everybody, I think everybody kind of expected me to make fun of it. All the emails and be like, hey, Brittany Griner, I'm not making fun of her mental health. I'm, I'm, something's wrong. And maybe finally a real friend got to her and said, you need to step away from all this publicity because you're getting used. You're, you're, this isn't really a reality situation. You're being used, and it is destroying you internally, and we can see it. I hope that happened. I hope somebody said that because the, the WNBA is not, has not been her friend. 
it's put her in position after position going, you know, let's perpetuate, you out here, let's perpetuate our, our PR story before ever getting to what's really going on with you. Let's sell this because it makes them work. It makes you notice how many WNBA ads are out now. They are selling it. They've got oh, a, they've got a face. Even the MLB network is playing them between. I know. I'm like, what the hell? And they're push. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, we got some huge free publicity out of that whole mess. Let's let's run. They have no heart, and they've been using a, a person who went through quite a lot, right, wrong, or otherwise. She went through quite a lot. I know if you release me for the Merchant of Death, I'm gonna have a few days off. I'm sitting there going, Jesus Christ, do I, can I live up to this? I had a vape pen full of weed, and the Merchant of Death is free. That's a tough. That's a and tough mental. Especially when you hear it for you know the few, but you hear it. That are saying that make that point clear. I don't believe and I don't agree with what what they did. You know, like a fan saying talking about being no. traded for the merchant of death. She'll hear it from a person. Like you shouldn't be out. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, maybe I don't think she's doing a whole lot of social wandering around. I think it's mostly just no, keeping but it in the echo people chamber. That are, I mean, that would be a fan that would bring that point yeah. up. Well, I don't think the fans are doing it. I don't think fans of WNBA are. I honestly stay think, off social media. Yeah, if you, you can't do that. That's probably a big part. Is that being on social media has probably been because the trolling. A few trolls have popped up. I can't believe she hasn't been on Doctor Phil or something like that. I think I it's because would have swore that that would have already happened and probably, a book and everything else. You know, probably because she's more re- realistic and it's been. I would assume been told like you know what this is what happened. Don't go out and start busting this narrative we've got built. It's great for the game. It's great for you. It's great for everything. And you're a hero. Like, they're trying to convince her she's done something heroic because it sells the product. And, and it's sad. Like, she's like if if she needs a mental break now and didn't four months ago, something's built up. Well, and imagine if the team was more successful this season. Right. That's what, what the saying, pressure yeah. would be there, too. To, 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 like, fuel all this and go, yeah. Jesus, now I'm on TV all the time. And now they want to do interviews. And right. I just don't want to, I don't want to deal with it. Because then the TV responsibility is going to be more. Right. To be able to get over this, you know, to be able to come, you know, what you went through. Yeah. And to put yourself in the I mean, I don't you know, know championship run. Anyway, but they're on a lot now, well, at least locally. But they're trying to push. Like, every Saturday and Sunday, they got a WNBA game. The ESPN's got it on. I actively avoid it. So do I. Except for, for all of us. <laughs> except for, I, I can't say, act, like, I don't actively seek it out. But when it's there, I watch it and I laugh for hours. Because it's a terrible product. But yeah, I'm just reading that thing. I'm like, all right, as a human being, you look at that and go, that's eh, not surprising. But it isn't because she went through. Then they're going to sell it like she's still reeling from what happened. No, she's reeling from all of it. And the stuff that you, the weight you put on her shoulders coming back was a little heavy. They should have given her some time off. We need her back. Yeah. Get this negotiating. <laughs> Hurry up. Let's get her in some spots real quick. And the team's terrible. That's probably even worse. And maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe she's totally cool with the story and is upset that there's trolls out there that keep reminding her. That, but the truth out there is going to keep nagging her. There's the, the, the trolls aren't wrong. Right. That's the problem. They're, they're trolls. They're being called trolls. Me. We're not wrong. Hey, you're not a hero. You screwed up. I don't think you should go to jail for pot. But you were in Russia. You did this to yourself. You took that risk. Their laws. Yeah, it's their laws. Their yeah. laws, and she'd been going there for seasons. Yeah. yeah. She got comfortable bringing that stuff right. in every It won time. the first time. So, yeah, the story, the story, it's definitely, to me, it's sad. It's kind of tragic that you would do that to somebody. 
But what's more tragic is that bitch I saw yesterday from Seattle isn't in a Russian prison. And I would love to trade. I would love to trade back. We'll take the merchant of death here wandering the streets of Phoenix. I'll help him get some weapons just to get her into a Russian jail. Vitology guy in the Pearl Jam jersey. Guarantee he'd love to send her to a Russian prison, some gulag, and let her die her last days. I hope that happens. Brady, pray with me. Dear Lord, please let that bitch I saw yesterday on the street end up in a Russian gulag somehow or another. You can do it. You have that juice. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But, yeah. Toledo, you loved it. You went to the Seattle. Did you go to the Did stadium? Friday night, How yeah. hot was it Friday night? It was hot. The stadium is... So, we're being forced out of that I'm place. with you on, on another point that you didn't mention. So, we had planned on... Uh, going to see you at Stand Up Live. Right. So the game on Friday night gets out around 9.50. By the time everybody filters out, and kudos to the Seattle fans, you ran, you overran that place on Friday. Oh, and Sunday. And so we're getting to the, the parking garage. And no garage. kudos to the Seattle fans yeah. for that. I'm not a Diamondbacks fan, but that's not good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here he goes. The boys at it again. <laughs> so by the time we got to the, to the parking garage and got out of the parking garage, I think that they changed the routing out of that garage. Yeah, they send you south. They send you south, and you can't get back around. Uh-uh. So I think they're intentionally pissing off some of the people that may want to stay downtown. Maybe. And is I, there no, the construction you, going on, too? Tons. No. Yes, there not, is. No. There is. Central Avenue like, all the way to South Central Mountain. Central Avenue, all, and It's there. train tracks. It's closed, and so they can't take you the old route. They have to get you back to the I-17. Yeah. yeah. So by the time we got turned around and tried to get back downtown... It was like almost 10.30. Yeah. And we we're like... Which is why I have the H&H downtown? apartment. You try to leave exactly. a son's game, exactly. it's 40 minutes in a garage. I just go to bed. Yeah, so we we decided, sorry, but we were just like, ah, I got, a, no, I got a thing on Saturday morning, so... We're- Truth is, Lisa said, we're going home. But I want to... We're going home. Okay. <laughs> We've been in this hot box. Yeah, Pearl Jam jersey on. For two and a half hours. A Pearl Jam jersey is awesome. Hot. It was it hot. It was enough. hot and sweaty and sticky in that. And and like you said, I've been in there in July before. Never and an issue. Totally cool. Yeah. I've been in there in the middle of summer, which is what this thing's designed for. Yep. And I get it. 83, 84. I can, I can see where you're keeping around there. I've been in there where there's like a chill in the air. Yes. It's cold. Me too. I'm yep. like, Jesus, they got the air just crushing. It was a hundred in there. If yeah. it was a, if it was one degree, it was a hundred yesterday. And people were talking about it. Yeah. Oh, we had good seats, and everybody around us was talking about it. It was hot. Yeah. yeah it, I, there's something going on. They're turning the they're turning the air down to keep us. Now we're going. Yeah, this place sucks. But it'll all be Seattle people. Corporations are going to want us to raise taxes to buy. And you know who doesn't pay taxes? The wealthy. They're just kicking water out of the hands of the homeless. That's all they do. The wealthy and the police. Oh man. We needed Rico Blaze there. She was fat. She was white. He'd have kicked water out of her hands and replaced it with something else. And I'd like to thank all the texters, but no, uh, my ex-wife was not from Seattle. She's from St. Charles, Chicago, or, uh, <laughs> no, Illinois, no, no, right outside of no. Chicago. And by the way, so much, her- much more tolerable. How y'all doing? It's Rico Blaze, officer of love. Mm. To the baseball game, Rico? I went to the ball game. Wow, I'm running around the stadium right now. I'm listening for loud sounds of a crazy bitch. We got an APB on a mouth that needs some filling up. All right. Hey, Seattle, baby. How you doing? I like the smell of fish, and I think you've got what I need. Mm. I'm going to use the same joke I used last time because I liked it a lot. (laughs) 
I heard from dispatch that this bitch needs a match. All right. <laughs> oh, I had a talk with her as well. Let's just say we use that Vitology jersey as a little bit of a cleaning rag and we towel that big fat white ass up. You are my white whale, Seattle. Mm, got to have it. You don't like when water gets kicked out of a homeless man's mouth? Mmm. You're going to like it when you got handcuffs on and a nightstick and I'm kicking whatever I want out of your mouth and putting it right back in. <laughs> Rico Blazers on the case. Phoenix PD. Stuffing mouth full. Not kicking a thing out, girl. Mm-hmm. Goddamn Rico Blazers. <laughs> I would like Rico Blaze to handle that moment. I would die if I saw a bad things on the Baby, you do a lot of talking. <laughs> Rico Blaze got an idea to keep you quiet and keep Rico satisfied in this relationship. Goggle on these nuts. <laughs> the pedestrians would have been a lot more taller. Oh, Rico Blaze was the cop? Doing yeah. the... Uh, Everybody's going to have to not cross right now. Do not walk. And you, the sign says, do not talk, but keep that gob open, baby. Here comes the big choo-choo. You ready to eat on some soul train? It's heading your direction. <laughs> Sorry. Rico Blaze is addictive. Yeah, I would like to have Rico Blaze quiet that situation quite a bit. And Adam Ray threw out the first pitch. Our own... Uh, How'd he do? Uh, he was good. Yeah. Adam Ray, he did a Hideo Nomo, full nine-second hold over the head, like a big mm-hmm. wind-up, which was great. And then uh, and then uh, I will say this, and Adam's a, you know, he'll know it. Uh, the full delivery started great, and then t- he kind of throws like a girl. I'm not going to lie. It's a little bit of a girl. Thing. And, then, and the reason I say that is because he realized it later, because uh, seventh inning, they do a little montage of the highlights of the game. And it's like a fan shot, a baby, a ground ball, great play by Christian Walker. And then, uh, you know, people walking onto the field, then the first pitch. You know, it's just a real quick clip montage of the first seven innings and all the events. And uh, the, the shot they had of Adam looked like he was swatting a fly away from his face. It was like the last <laughs> seconds of the throw. And it wasn't really. And he goes, boy, you really realize, like, you know, the video makes you know who's an athlete and who isn't. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, that's right. It looked good up until that picture that they posted of you. Because then people who didn't see the first pitch was like, who's the kid with cerebral palsy who threw out the first pitch? Because the pose was not pretty. It was fun, though. It was great. And, uh, yeah, it was a suite was packed full. And then I had Alex sitting next to me, and he's from um, Stand Up Live. He, he's one of the managers out there at uh, the clubs. And it was a very strange ex- exchange because it was funny. We're at the ballpark. You know, everybody knows Chase Field. And he says to me, and it was just a moment where two, like, you know, I'm, I'm still a little bit foggy from the whole weekend. And we're sitting there talking, and he goes, uh, have you ever been to the pool? I said, yeah. And he goes, that pool? And I turned and I said, what did you think I answered? What, what, what question did you think I was answering? Like, what pool were you assuming <laughs> I thought you meant that you had to clarify the only pool close to us that we Does were he both. Think there's one on every. No, level? no, no. I don't think it was. I, that's what I was like. I've been to like my pool and other. Po- yes. Like what pool were you talking? Because I don't know. I'm bad at conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we laughed for 30 minutes, but it was the strangest. Like, have you ever been to the pool? Oh yeah. That pool. Oh no, no, no! I thought you meant something else. I mean, what else could I have thought and he was you talking had the cupcake about? And mash yeah, and then I just mashed into his face and ran. <laughs> And he just started laughing. He goes, that was really weird of me. And I'm like, yeah. I said, that's just such a strange moment. I didn't, 
Like, did you expect me to say no? Or when you said yes, I just had to clarify. You, you, you know the pool I'm talking about. Yes. What, what other pool were we even thinking about? And I'm like, I'm too hungover for two days for this kind of conversation. Went up, had to hydrate and recover, and just kind of walked around the facility for a little while and contemplated jumping. Man, it was hot in that stadium yesterday. And the, and the Diamondbacks are scuffling. Scuffling. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. Holmberg's morning sickness. And football's back. At the weekend. Uh, training camp news all weekend so long. Cr- wasn't it great? <laughs> it was just great. Nathaniel Hackett getting destroyed by Sean Payton for no oh, reason. I've never seen anything Aaron like Rogers it. Coming out. Aaron yeah, Rodgers had to defend move. it. It's already a soap opera. It's already good. Hard Knock starts next week. And we've already got Sean Payton taking live human sh- all over Nate Hackett, <laughs> and he's got he's going to be on Hard Knocks and try to defend it. And Aaron Rodgers is the best friend. This is just phenomenal. And football's already kicked it off with just absolute soap opera storylines. Makes it more interesting. I, I the game is just perfect. They've got it all figured out. It's great. Just great. I just hope HBO didn't get to him. You got to sell this thing. We're starting next week. <laughs> you got to get arrested by Russians. Oh, no. Yeah, it's working for that girl league. They got a nice little uh, face for that thing. If you cared. You you'd do me a favor and take this cocaine over to Moscow real quick. And... Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, wake up song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. It's uh, back to school time. Those kids are going back to school. And don't be that parent that has to wait in those awful lines out front. Buy your kid a, a new bike. bike. That's right. <laughs> That's brilliant, bro. <laughs> all month long, all Santa Cruz and Kona bikes are on sale. They got beach cruisers. They got commuter bikes. Whatever you want, Action Ride Shop is the place. And uh, just go to actionrideshop.com or You're go visit right. them on Gilbert and Southern. Whatever happened to the latchkey kit? Yeah, they're non-existent because everybody's hovering over them with their Buicks, picking them up. Get a kid on a bike, put a key in his Damn pocket, right. and let him get in and out of his house. Doing on some his exercise own. for Christ's sake. Those are the kids that are going to run the future. Ugh. I'll tell you right now, you go buy a bike for your kid at Action Ride oh, Shop. Yeah. You've pushed, you've advanced him to closer to CEO than all the rest of his kids that stand in line. It's so hot, my mom's not here yet because the line's too long, and I you just walk. Walking is hard. The backpack makes my spine curve. Oh, my God. To get too many books. You know, it's going to curve the back of my hand. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brett will hit on. you. <laughs> get him a bike and put him leaps and bounds ahead as being an independent, self-sufficient individual rather than a kid who's got, your mommy's not here yet because the line's over three hours long. I want to go home now. It's time for my snack and nap. You're 18. I know. I don't want to drive. It's scary. The road's scary and freeways are fast. Okay. Well, your mommy's outside now. Yeah. Get him a bike. Damn right. We used to hoof. We used to want. I used to have to fight to ride my bike. My mom was like, no. I, I would miss the bus on purpose sometimes. Like, I think I can make it on the bike. No. Did Rhodes have a bike corral? Yeah. Huge. Yeah. It was, it was huge, bigger yeah. than the parking lot. It yeah. was massive. And we all, like, like the like it was hard to find a spot. It was like Fiesta Mall in the old days with the <laughs> And Christmas it was rush time. hour yeah, when yeah. school ended. Oh. Insanity and getting bikes all over the place. You get that one prick that parks it sideways yeah. and locks his bike up. And oh, Brett, you and I both went to Rhodes Junior High. I do not ever remember the mommy daddy pickup line no. leaving no. the parking lot. It never oh, disrupted no. traffic Mm-mm. ever. 
We figured it out. I think one day it was raining. My mom dropped me off, but it was like a block away. Yeah, I don't want you to pull it through the rain. No problem. Seeing this, yeah. Wasn't the turn-in at Rhodes like four parking spaces? I mean, it's oh, it's tiny. Oh yeah. And then they built a building on it. Like we don't need this. Right. (laughs) Now you try to get by there. It's like no, my angel can't walk. He's got he's got corns. You're. Twelve-year-old has corns. Well, yeah, he's got a little bit of a thyroid issue, so that's why he's three hundred and thirty-one pounds. No, he's three hundred and thirty-one pounds because you pick him up and drive him everywhere. He didn't walk. Get him a bike. Action Ride Shop, saving your kid's life and pushing him towards the CEO front office because he's going to push these other kids around. Just <laughs> my mommy doesn't let me have a key to the house because she has to be with me all the time just in case someone's inside the house. Pussy. They might try to abduct me. No one's trying to abduct you. You'd be so hard to lift. You're like a bag of. Wet flour, like a thousand pounds. No one's going to try to stuff you in the back of a van. You don't fit, kid. Man, those e-bikes are popular for the kids. They're great. Oh, well, it's a little lazy, but uh, you can yeah. still ride. I know. It's, not, just, it's like, you know, it's no a resurgence throttle. of uh, mopeds back in the day. Owner. No throttle. Get them one that's, you know, the perpetual motion where you push and it's uh, self, the energy's inside of it. They got e-bikes in all price ranges, yeah. too, so... Yeah, so, yeah, but Lord, action, right? get, get your kid a bike. That's a start. Yeah. And I, I Even if it's an e-bike, at least the kid's, like, A to B self-sufficient. doesn't have to look for mommy to take him home. Yeah, do the rest of us favors. And, and yeah, know, exactly. Blocking it's, off the part, blocking off half of Longmore trying I, to get somewhere because you're picking up your kids. Didn't realize that school had started again. I got trapped so in that. stuck. Friday. I'm like, it's July. I got stuck in some school line at 3.30. Mom's picking up their precious angels. They're big, fat pig kids that can't get abducted anyway. You think something's going to live? You think a bad guy's going to try to lift that? No way. (laughs) Only the pretty kids need rides. These fat kids need to walk home. I don't know. They got those lift gates now on the trucks. (laughs) (laughs) Then your kid's just not even a struggler. You want to stay on the lift gate? Okay, I'll just wait. You need a Tommy lift. (laughs) Get your ass a bike. And your kid is like compliant to getting on the Tommy lift. (laughs) (laughs) Your mommy uh, said that your dog's missing. We got to go look for it. Okay, well, I can't get in a car the old-fashioned way. You got a Tommy lift? (laughs) Cool. This kid was easy to steal. Yeah, then you've trained your kid poorly. But yeah, most of the, most of those kids aren't getting abducted. I've seen them. They're hard to pick up. They're massive. Massive. I am jealous, though, because yesterday at the ball game, in the suite, I'm standing in that thing, chatting with everybody, having a nice time. He's like a four-year-old, and he just goes, Whoof. shirts off, pants off, <laughs> standing there in his underwear, and I'm like, God damn it. When did that become not okay? Like, at what age is that no longer okay? Because I want to do that, too. <laughs> it's hot in here. But I can't walk around in just my underwear going, man, is it warm. People would kick me out of sight. He did it like it was second nature. Whew, they just saw his little face go. He's got that flop sweat, four-year-old fl- uh, uh, shirt came off, here pants came go. off. And he just sat back down. I'm like, God damn it. And it was somebody else's job to pick up his clothes. It was like you, like an NBA player right. that rips his sweats off right. and just throws them and another guy gets them. He has a locker room attendant. That was the greatest thing ever. Didn't care about his chubby belly. He didn't care that he was a little bit fat. No self-conscious moments. Shirts off, pants off. I got to sit back down here. Where's the cookie? Somebody get me a cookie. <laughs> it was awesome. And I'm like, God, why in the world does society make that bad? It was it was amazing. Like, oh, I envy that too. He's like a little Burt Kreischer. He just his shirt came off in seconds. Little machine. <laughs> the little machine. I was like, you are my hero right now. I know it's so hot. Like, if I took my pants off, stood next to you in my underwear, I'd get arrested. You're so lucky. Take advantage of. It. Never forget this moment, son. 
I assume your name's Braden or Caden or something like that or Tanner. I, I promise me, this is a moment that's a core memory that someday you're going to be like, man, I used to just take my clothes off in public and no one cared. And I looked at him with just great envy. God, lucky little bastard. Here I am sweating like a pig in shorts and a shirt. I'm like, these could come right off just like him. <laughs> Imagine that look on the Jumbotron. <laughs> Me, You're you know, sitting there next to him. In our underwear. <laughs> <laughs> this is why there's so many lines at elementary schools and junior highs is because right. of that visual right there. Just a scarred up 51-year-old next to him. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, how you doing? This kid and I decided to go undies first. Ironically, we're both wearing Batman. All right, Jared. <laughs> it's that thing. Just chugging subs. Lady in the tramp and one of those foot-long hot dogs. Ah, it's a great day. The old ballpark. Wow, taking a look out into the crowd. You don't see this every day. Sure, a four-year-old in his underwear. He's just uncomfortable. But look at the guy next to him. Chowing down on a hot dog in his underoos. Fans of all ages enjoying the big unit. <laughs> <laughs> it is hot in the ballpark, so much so that men are willing to risk their futures by dropping all their clothes, sitting next to other children. It's not a safe environment in that suite. Oh, I wanted to so bad. So hot. Anyway, I don't care. What do you want to do? Get your kid a bike. That's all we're going back to. Yeah. That. Uh, you know, the, somebody requested uh, keep your mouth shut from terror oh, for the Pearl Jam guy. Yes, that's the one. So I hope, you, I, again, recapping from earlier this morning. I, I, and by the way, Toledo, f- Seattle, the whole, the whole, group. <laughs> kudos. He wasn't in the room when I was talking about it. F- Seattle to you and yours, all of them. You all suck. Anybody who says, well, I'm from Seattle. Oh, ugh, ugh, f- you, I'm out. I'm and no there was more fans on Sunday. Oh, there was a lot the of Seattle whole weekend. Fans. It was a big wow, Seattle that's weekend. amazing. Uh, and yeah, uh, Seattle just made Boston like my next destination. Like, it dropped below Boston. Really? Yeah, she was. She, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Here we go. She was, oh, Toledo, here we go. Easy, Chief. Toledo, she was that bad. She was that bad. Well, at least you didn't have to hear her in the stadium. It was, it was ringing in my head all day. Her liberal nonsense. Beyond. It was like, and ran stuff. It was like way gone. Like, not even a thing in America we should talk about. Just so incredibly. Like, Sam somehow found yeah. this picture. That's not him. Okay, good. great jersey though. That's the jersey. That's yeah. not the guy. But this because that guy's smiling, and the dude I saw hasn't smiled since like yeah, the Clinton no administration. Smile. <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't him. But that's the jersey. I didn't see any others, so I could point him out. But if you're the guy, he knows who he is. I've made it clear. He had the jersey and the fat shrew. Oh yeah, he's living here. He knows. Oh, I don't know if he's living here. Sure she's, she's too Seattle to live here. <laughs> no, he's a, he's a, she's from, she's from the heart of the Pacific Northwest. She came out to visit. And they're handing out needles. She's, she's probably just giving needles to heroin addicts. You need to help my cops. Oh, I hated her. Hated her. So yeah, terror is perfect. <laughs> Shut your mouth. And he did a poor job up and after he told her to keep her mouth shut and then did that little shutter shake. Like I'm going home. And then, the, you know, Toledo understands it. Men understand it. Our true loves are our sports teams. Oh, yeah. You know, we're more upset if they leave the city. We Like the, the Sonics, there's an RIP every time. You never say that about an ex-girlfriend. People you never say, say like, yeah, the girl that used to be the love of your life that's gone, you never go, oh, I miss her so much. You moved to Oklahoma City. Nope, you don't care. But she, aren't you a fan of the Thunder? Yeah. God, no. No, that franchise moved on, and I hate them. That's the same. You don't, you, but you still lament the loss of that one. 
we love our sports teams. We're loyal to them like crazy. Like you can ruin that. Like it's hard for them to wreck anything. He loved his Mariners. He was going to go home and realized, oh, but the love of my life's inside that building over there. I got to go in there. And I'm bringing her. Why did I ask her to come with? She didn't wear a gear. She was in all black. Took a dump on the sidewalk. Uh, Greta Thunberg would have told her to shut up. <laughs> she was the worst. <laughs> so, and people are like, how big was she? Like, she might have been like 160, but every time her mouth opened, she just expanded like a dig dug. She just got uglier and bigger every mouth. She acted big. Every word like, who's blowing you up? You're getting grosser and grosser by the second. You turn into Job of the Hut with every phrase you turn. You just didn't quite get to the pop stage. Yeah, and then and then he deflated. Like, sure, keep your mouth down. God, goddamn laser, he turned. Yeah, she went Violet Beauregard from Willy Wonka. Just blew up into this big pig, and then would deflate. And like, gosh, she's staying. This is for you, and dude from Seattle, you seem decent. If that's the best pick you've got out of Seattle, you need to move. Go to T- Tacoma or Montana or just get out of there. Oh, Tacoma. Run. Why are you let a tree like that, Perry? Get in there. Fine. <laughs> Terrible. It's terror, everybody, for that ugh, from Seattle yesterday. It's 98 KUPD. Shut your mouth. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD.